I love unboxings. I'm interested. Okay. Go get it. All right. Uh, Amazon packages. So here, oh, this uh, is a big box. box. Yeah, this gotta be. This is gonna be the protein. I'm pretty sure. They couldn't have put those oh, two yeah. together. Let's see. Oh, two things. Okay. Here we go. Look at this. Right. Look at. You're gonna see how fucking cool my my life is. A wild rhino has entered the. So, Entered the bar. Okay? I'm trying to get this thing started up. Yeah, yeah, no problem. All right. Uh, there you go. Now it's cooking. Is it cool like this if I turn it sideways? No, you're fine. You're perfect. You're great. Right. Ooh, right on, man. Well, what's up, guys? Hey, what's up? Welcome to the show. Good to be here, man. What would you be doing tonight if you were not here? Uh, well... It would depend, but right now, dude, I'm uh, I'm recovering from a back injury, yeah. so probably just sitting on my ass for, for the next week or so. I was mentioning this with Vanessa earlier. Uh, you did you did have a injury recently, and actually, uh, you weren't able to to wrestle for the MLW Open Weight Championship, which which sucks because I was looking forward to that. I'm sure you were <laughs> as well. Um, <laughs> but as a person who hosts a show, does a show like this it's always touchy to talk about injuries and you can shed some light on this uh because some people it brings them down like we've talked to some people that really got down when they got hurt like they tore their knee up maybe they missed a whole year um right. how are you physically with the injury it was a hernia herniated disc i believe um yeah. how are you with Physically, but how are you mentally with this injury? Uh, you know, like right now, I'm I'm um, actually mentally in a way better spot than I am physically. I think the hardest part was knowing that I uh, was going to miss that uh, this last week here in Charlotte and Nashville, like that big match with Davey, big main event with uh, Despi and Hiromu, and then I was going to be on that Ric Flair show too. Um, so you know, it was a that was the hardest part was knowing I was going to miss all that those big opportunities. But um, but I'm in a I'm in a good place mentally, you know, because I I, uh, I figure I don't know my prognosis yet. It's probably just a herniated disc. It might be a ruptured disc, so we don't know about surgery. We're just kind of t- I'm taking it day by day. But um, I'm definitely mentally better than I am physically, man, because my I, I haven't like had a good night of sleep in like a week and a half now, I'm just like bad sciatica. But uh, yeah, I don't want to bring the vibe down. But yeah, no, I'm mentally I'm cool. You know, it is it is what it is. That's part of wrestling. I'm luckily I'm under contract with New Japan, so they're taking care of me in the meantime. So just get better, get, get stronger, get ready to come back. Yeah, I'm forty something years old, so I just have a bad back naturally. Um, right, right. And so I totally understand. And I'm not in the ring throwing German uh, snap suplexes and uh, body slams as a young lion. So so I. Uh, I don't have that type of wear and tear on it, but, um, but yeah, uh, and we'll get to that. We're going to get to, to everything that you're doing with New sure, Japan man, yeah. and, and all that fun stuff. I just realized that for tonight's show, I have all my notes on this document, not the dry race board. There you go. Um, you're from Seattle, Washington. Yes, right? sir. Yeah. Seattle area. So my question is, uh, are you a Pearl Jam fan? Oh yeah, dude! I love Pro Jam, Rock Out. I love, I love. I didn't love like Seattle music until I kind of got older, until I could really, uh, really uh, get what is it called? 
it was part of my lifestyle, you know, right. I, like I could feel the things that Kurt Cobain was talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, same with Jimmy and all those guys up there, but definitely dude, I rock out to some Pearl Jam for sure. Spectacular. Yeah. Uh, when I heard that I was, I was prepping, I heard that, uh, you were from Seattle. I was like, Oh, I have to ask him if he's in the Pearl Jam. I have to, I've seen him probably something times or something. Like yeah, I'm bro, really in the Pearl Jam. I'm really in Pearl Jam. <laughs> so um, he has I, a Pearl Jam festival at his house. I do have a Pearl Jam festival oh, at my house. Really? I missed I missed a, two of them because of the this COVID debacle. Uh, yeah, but we we actually were talking about doing it again, but. Whatever. We'll see. What, gonna, what does that entail? What does a well, Pearl Jam Fest entail? It's a great question. We call it Pearl Jam stock. Pearl Jam stock. <laughs> <laughs> and right. uh, we have it here at my house. Um, I got enough backyard where people can come and, and stay and have some daddy sodas and, and set some tents up. We have fires. We have a pool. We have the bar down here in case it starts raining. Uh, everybody's <laughs> safe. We have fun. Bring your kids if you want. Uh, we try not to bring the kids, but it's, <laughs> babysitters, I got you. babysitters are expensive. So, <laughs> um, That's cool, man. Yeah, does you play rock music? Yeah, play the music and jam out. Yeah, play it. We blast Ooh. it. Get in trouble. Okay, but yeah, we actually had fire. <laughs> we lit off fireworks last time, which also got us in trouble. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Yeah. Um. As far as I mean, obviously you're you're into wrestling. You, you're a wrestler. You you were into it at a young age, like all of us. I, I don't need to dwell dwell on those uh, simple questions that every podcast right. does. Uh, you you yeah. went. You did training. Uh, Lance Storm. I am going to ask you some questions on him and his academy. Uh, yeah. But how did you convince your mom? I mean, you <laughs> went. How how did that go? So I told this a little bit uh, recently on. Um... On Jericho's yeah, podcast, yeah, yeah. shameless plug. Yeah. But uh, Jericho, no, I, I uh, serious. Sorry, I interrupted for the shameless. Yeah, plug. no, no, yeah. Um, what was it? So I always said that uh, I always wanted to be a wrestler. You know, told my mom right out of high school. I said, "Hey, mom, like I, I want to be a pro wrestler." Uh, and she said, "No, you're not going to be a pro wrestler." You know, she said, "You're gonna, you're gonna go to college and you're gonna get get a degree, and then after that, you can do whatever the fuck you want." And I said, okay, you know, fair enough. I, I did do what she said. I went to college, and about three weeks before I graduated, she I remember she uh, she called me up. She says, hey, Clark, I'm coming down uh, for your graduation. Do you have any jobs lined up? And I said, well, I'm going to wrestling school. And my mom said, well, shit, you got your degree, and so there you go. So I, I paid off my end of the bargain. And so, uh, But the cool thing about my mom is she loves wrestling now, like, it's like her passion too, you know, if it fits me, she comes to all my, every show she can, you know, and huge fans. She's fucking loves indie wrestling. Now goes to all the defy shows. Nice. It's, it's pretty cool. And she gets out to the new Japan stuff, which she can. So it's, it's been good for both of us. I think. Yeah. Defy, defy big up there in Seattle. Huge. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, they kind of started up right when I kind of started wrestling. Yeah. So uh, they kind of brought the, I think that was the, the genesis of kind of the West Coast coming coming back a little bit. It was Defy, in my opinion. Um, did they get they get the name Defy back? Because I know for a while, they, I think they lost. I think it was they had to they yeah. were trying to go by Defiant, and then did they get Defy back? 
I can't. It was something along those lines. Either it was supposed to be like Defy Wrestling or something. Okay. Or maybe they had to go by Defy Wrestling because there was a Defy something maybe in, in England or something. I, I can't remember yeah. exactly what it was. Well, but, what yeah. happened, sorry to, to take a sec, uh, not, what is it, non order. It was uh, Walt Culture Pro Wrestling turned into Defiant Wrestling. And okay. and then they didn't want them to use the word defy. It was a whole bunch of bureaucratic bullshit. That's but, yeah, right. But defy is great. Oh, yeah. oh, dude, the shit. That's some of the best, like truly independent wrestling stuff going on right now. In my opinion, I love working there. But, but that venue is the best venue I've ever worked at in the world, Washington Hall. Yeah. In terms of in terms of like uh, energy in there, because it's only maybe it, they probably will pack like a, a little over a thousand in there. But it's like the people are on top of you, basically, and they're they're rabid fans, and they just don't stop the whole time. Like you can hear it when that show starts, and you're in the back, like you can hear the shaking of like from the everyone screaming and the heat in there. It's it's wonderful. Yeah, Seattle's just passionate in everything. Like like we talked, Pearl Jam, uh, the Seahawks, uh, <laughs> soccer clubs up there, uh, and, yeah. and Defy Wrestling for sure. I mean, they are a passionate group of people. They love their shit. I'll tell you. <laughs> um, so I said it was Lance Storm's academy. Um, wait, is it true Lance Storm has no personality? Uh, I mean, I think it's one of those things where he, uh, <laughs> you know, you they say your best wrestling characters are the hundred and ten percent of whatever your initial personality. So he turns it on a little bit when about his no personality because he's. He's a very can be get be a actually a very talkative guy once you get him going. Like he actually like the, I think his Twitter is actually the best representation of who he actually is. If you follow him on Twitter, because he is he is actually pretty passionate about stuff and he'll, he'll, he'll like say his opinions. You know, he's opinionated. But uh, yeah, he, he's he's not as serious as you think. Yeah, you you had said I think it was in the talk as Jericho podcast. You had said that um, I think when you were done at the academy. Um, He's not afraid to, like, literally be, be blunt and say exactly, like, well, you might want to rethink this path or, hey, Clark, you're, you know, you're on your way and doing that. So I can totally see that for sure. Yeah, he'll just, he'll, he, you know, if he has something he's got to say, he's not afraid to say it. You know, that's what that's what's good about him. You know, you need that in a coach. I think that's one of the best qualities to have in someone as a mentor or as a coach you know doesn't cut the bullshit with you uh we we've talked to a lot of wrestlers on here and uh they say that a lot like they'd rather be told what they need to improve on or do better than be given like oh yeah attaboy you know great work after this match or whatever um so i can see that you yeah i mean like it's it's always i i agree with that but i also I don't know. I, sometimes it's, I'm one of those people who's just like, yeah, tell me I did a good job because I know I did a fucking good job, right? It's just like, it's like you'll I, like if it's coming from like people I really respect, right. you know, or like or my friends. Like I, I never ask. Like I always, I always want like the the real shit, you know. But if it's if it's just some random guy like or in the back, just fucking tell me I did good. You know what I mean? <laughs> like unless you saw something that. I don't know that it really need, it really stood out to you. I'm like, come on, because we do this. Like anybody who is a pro wrestler, deep down, is a very vain person at some yeah. level. You know, they you have to they be need, right. 
you have to be. It's the whole. I mean, it's a it's a art art form. You know, you're putting yourself out there just in your underwear and in front of a bunch of people doing fake fighting. Sometimes, you know. Yeah. So it's like you gotta be. You gotta do it for a reason. So like, I know with a lot of people, it's just like, and me included, is yo like just fucking. I love the sound of the applause. I do it for the booze. I do it for the cheers. You know. So it's always nice to have that too with the uh, people who are actually. Uh, in your field as well, you know. Uh, you said it. The the cheers, the booze. Uh, do you prefer to be a heel or a face? Uh, it just depends. Like I, I think I'm naturally a, a baby face, uh, and just I've, it's always felt more comfortable to me. But I do like, I do like being a heel in some aspects. Just like where you don't have to, because if but my biggest thing is if I'm a, if I'm a heel, I, I'll. I'm always a heel. Like I wouldn't do this interview with you. Like, you know <laughs> I what I mean? Like I'm yeah, like, I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm real old school about it. Cause like, it, cause I think it's just like, what's that called? Like, st- like Stanislavski, just like you live in your character, you know? Yeah. Me- like, method acting. Method, method acting. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, I'm, that's how I am too. It's just like, I, I'm the same way. If you see me at, you know, when I've been a heel in the past, I just, it's not that I am like acting like a dick. It's just, I'm channeling that portion of my personality. We each have everybody's personality has heel and baby face traits in it. So I just keep that one going, you know, for, you know, for the show, for the public. Oh, I love that. Just the fact that you said, if you were a heel, you would not be doing this show tonight. Just makes me smile. It's perfect. We had, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, we had Richard Holiday on here. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, one of the best best times I ever had. Uh, he was mm-hmm. a heel. Uh, he obviously did not want to be here, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just great. I felt like I was wasting his time, and it was the best. It was the best show. One of the best shows I've had. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I, I got off my bullet points. You said you you prefer to be a, a face. You even said on Talk as Jericho, a classic '80s baby face wrestler. Uh, for the people listening at home, uh, what does that actually mean? I think that's just like your um, like the perfect example would be like early Shawn Michaels or you know or or, uh, or Ricky Morton. Yeah. Um, basically just guys that's like when they come out, the crowd's on their feet, they're happy to see them. The women are going crazy. The grandmas are going crazier. You know, you go out there and you sell your ass off, you know, it's, it's all about, it's all about fucking selling. And it's, it's to me, that's just like what the, that's the basis of wrestling. And I, and I, something I've gotten away from or have changed my philosophies on over the years in Japan or whatever. But to me, I think it's the best part of wrestling is if you can like, Someone cares about you so much as like a '80s baby face, classic white meat baby face. That that uh, you can by you being in pain, it makes them want to like cry. They start hurting too, you know. Like that to me is like the ultimate thing. And then afterwards, you go do some cocaine and some oxycodone and uh, and go drive home, you know, drive to the next town. So, <laughs> oh, that's phenomenal. Um- and, and and this is a great segue uh, with the cocaine and the oxy. cocaine and oxy garden. Yeah, yeah good. this is I perfect. Like uh, I'm just gonna say good night to my children right here. All right, give me a kiss. Mm-hmm. Good night. Good night. Have a good night. Who's, Who's the guest? guest? Yeah. Oh, that's a wild rhino right there. Yeah, his name's Clark Connors. 
You have a friend named Clark. Alright, good night, ladies. It's spelled with a It's oh spelt with a silent Q. Um. It's also spelled with a silent Clark and a... Alright, good night. I'll be up after. Good night, ladies. Um they obviously could not hear anything that was being said. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Oh, no, I heard it. Get out of here. Um Uh-oh. I love you. He, oh, she just said she loves you. And Marie, oh, Sh- Marie Shadows, who you actually had a spot with her recently, uh, yeah, said grandmas also love Clark Connors. You're goddamn right. So do grandpas, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that <laughs> at all. You talked about selling. Um, oh. Is that a lost art form today? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it depends what you mean by that. I think... Um, I think that it's it's some places it's taught very well still. I just don't think a lot of people um, abide by it as much. I guess is a I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is I think the art form itself is has changed enough, um, especially uh, like when you think of indie style wrestling being as what it is it is today. There is selling, yeah, but it's it's different. It's not classical, you know, uh, you know what you would see in like WWE or, or any, or anything, especially back in the eighties or NWA, new Japan, like Japanese selling, which is different in its own right. Now today, today I would say the independent um, style kind of comes more from that Lucha aspect of here's a move. Here's a cool flashy thing. Okay. Get out of the ring for a little bit. And then, and so that isn't necessarily selling, but there is, if you really break down the psychology of it, you can, still find ways to make it make sense. And I think some people do it really well. And uh, I, wouldn't still, I wouldn't say it's a lost start. I think it starts changing. But the ones who still can do the old school way, it, it's like, to me, that's still the best way to do it. Um, for, those of, uh, for those of you that will catch us on the podcast, we are talking to Clark Connors, the Wild Rhino, New Japan Pro Wrestling, New Japan Strong. I believe every Friday night's at 10 p. Eastern. I may be wrong on that, but just look up New Japan Strong. It might be Saturdays now. It might be Saturdays now. Uh, Is New Japan Strong (laughs) one of the most – what's the word I'm looking for? Not underrated. uh, Secrets in pro wrestling that people are are not Um, watching? Yeah, dude. I think if people aren't watching New Japan Strong and they want to get into like – I don't know, just Japanese wrestling in general or others, other something other than WWE and even AEW to that extent of like, like um, it's not about segments. It's not about, it, it does have characters and it has, you know, factions and storylines, but it's not about that. It's about the wrestling, you know, like there's, you won't, you won't ever see a three minute match on New Japan strong. So if you're wrestling, if you just want to like watch some good wrestling, you know, like, and it's going to be, and it's going to be probably a solid ten-minute tag match, and it's going to be against some of the with some of the best. Uh, you know, I, who's just there? Ozzy opens there. TMDK is there. Uh, fucking the FTR was just at, was at Music City. Or they're the they're the New Japan or the IWGP tag champs right now. So we have some of the best like wrestling in the world out there. You know, all of it's best talent. Um, so bang for your buck. I mean, if you just want to see great wrestling, that's the place to be. Is New Japan strong? Uh, my fact checker Marie Shadows told me Saturday at nine p. Eastern that's Saturday. what it is. Yep. Spectacular. 
Um, you yeah. you went up. You were one of the first members in the New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, American expansion, the dojo in L.A. Uh, Shibata running it. One, the only. I think you're the only Lions Break Crown winner. Oh yeah, um, only one, first and only so far. The first and only. Uh, I yeah. listened to the talk is Jericho stuff, and I I'm going to try not to reiterate a lot of it. Uh, yep. Go listen to it; it's a phenomenal spot. Uh, but I was shocked to know that um, being a young lion, a young boy uh, in New Japan Pro Wrestling, that you you're only allowed to do certain things in the ring. Like I didn't I didn't realize that. Can can you yeah. explain that to me? Yeah, uh, if you ever watch like a any young lion match, especially like uh, someone who's just starting out, they they're basically like the ultimate creative character in like a <laughs> in, in like a wrestling video yeah. game. Like they looked exactly the same. Some they got fully shaved heads down to the the, the skivvies, just black trunks, black uh, boots, no knee pads, not no tape, no nothing. And uh, basically, uh, they're only allowed to do or and the same same as for me. Um, body slams, hip toss, shoulder tackle, drop kick, Boston crab is the big one. Is your is your finish basically? Uh, yeah. So you're only because like basically, and it's it's how they train you over there too. Is like they just will take it one thing at a time. They'd be like, even if you wanted to learn, or if you wanted to do like a hurricane rana or fucking clothesline or something. No one ever taught you how to do it, so you can't do it. So they literally are just gonna every day in the in the dojo will do they'll do a hundred body slams, and they'll just get that down perfectly. And then they'll do a hundred hit the rope tackles and shit like that. You know, learn how to give a hip toss and how how to properly take a hip toss. So basically, just it's it creates a by keeping it really simple, it makes you it makes you learn how to do all the other stuff without the moves. Like you can have a if you can have a great match with only four or five moves. Imagine what you can do if you, you know, can start doing shit that's actually, you know, people want to see the indie stuff, the right. flips and the whatever the fuck people are doing these days. But, uh, you know, so yeah, it's, it's just more, to, it's more about learning just from the, the basis. Oh, we got another visitor. Uh, just an Amazon package. Ah, cool. <laughs> What'd you order? Uh, I got some protein, I think, and some, uh, let's see. Look. Uh, Nothing like an Amazon delivery. We're good with that. I wonder if the box will be a regular size box or a ginormous box. No, dude. It's one of these oh, guys. One of those packages. Yeah, check it out. I don't even remember. I, I'm usually not a big Amazon guy, but I had a gift card. So I, uh, I just kind of bought a shit. Let's see what we got here. Oh, ooh. So this is some kava kava extract. I don't know if you ever heard of that before. I have not. I've, I've never tried it before. So I think it's it's supposed to be like good for. Um, what is it good for? <laughs> I I so my my friend told me to to pick it up. It's got to be good for and something. Yeah. What is it for? I think it's for like it's like a calming thing. Like it's good for help you fall asleep. Ah. Like a, yeah. Which would make sense because you said earlier tonight. You haven't had a good night's sleep in a while. Yeah, that's well, that's what it is because I because I've been in so, like my sciatica has been so bad at night, so I think that's what it is. Yeah, it helps you fall asleep or calms you down at least, gets you ready for bed. All right, well, there shit. you go. That Amazon service is great. They just knock on your window. 
Fucking there you go. It's easy peasy, man. It's like drive through. <laughs> yeah, you should have opened it. They could have handed it. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's got no time for that. Yeah, right. He's just like, oh, come on. This guy's doing yeah, this, What's this guy doing? A podcast? Yeah, yeah. All right, buddy. Yeah. All right, guy. Okay. Um, yeah, so I did. I thought that was interesting when I heard you say it on Jericho's thing. I was like, that makes perfect sense the way New Japan, like, you're ma- like it's an art form and you're mastering the the basics uh basics i i guess is the wrong word but you're mastering the fundamentals of what if you could put on it like you said put on a good match by doing that oh we got more what are we hey, yes you sure no, i love unboxings i'm interested okay go get it all right, all right. this is great all right so okay. for those for those of you just tuning in uh we're talking to clark connors the Wild Rhino yeah, from New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, unboxing his uh, Amazon packages. So here, oh, this uh, is a big box. box. Yeah, this got be. This is going to be the protein. I'm pretty sure they couldn't have put those oh, two go. together. Let's see. Oh, two things. Okay, here we go. Look at this. Right. Look at. You're going to see how fucking cool my my life is. All right, I got a box of protein, Premier Protein, right here. Good stuff. This is not an bottom. ad, but it could be. No, it could be. So, Premier Protein ever, you know, wants to get on with you, tell them I got you here. 30 grams of protein, one gram of sugar. It's the best protein they got. It's in the individual box. And then, what else we got? Oh, ooh, Madville PM. Oh, you Once again, then fall asleep. Yeah, That's exactly. That's all I care about. Okay, well, thank you for that session, guys. I'm <laughs> you guys get to see inside my sweet rock and roll lifestyle. Uh, that's that's. <laughs> hey, you guys all want to get in the wrestling? That's what it is, right there. Yeah, Advil protein PM. <laughs> Some protein shakes. Um, it goes with the cocaine and oxycontin. It goes with the cocaine. <laughs> yeah, that was from uh, that was a different knock on the window. You guys, that one slid under the door. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, speaking of doors, uh, you were see the segue there. Uh, you were uh, a, I guess I'll use surprise uh, addition uh, to Forbidden Door um, because yeah. of an injury. Did, did you hit each? Uh, did you hit him like Tanya Harding? Did you take him out? I think that's what it was a little bit of a Tanya Harding situation. Well, yeah, I just kind of got fed up with I mean, Ishii I mean, shit backstage, and I thought I should have won that match, and so I took him down. Um, Slid him behind the behind the knees with a uh, pocket knife, right in his, right in his, yeah, it was brutal. Oh, it's like a Quentin Tarantino scene. No, um, I actually don't know exactly what happened to him. I still haven't even asked him about it. When I got back, I kind of said, "Like, you okay?" And he's like, "Ah, okay, I'll be fine." I was just like, "All right, dude." Yes, yeah, so I, I was like, "My fault." He goes, "No, no." I said, "Okay, no problem." Um, forbidden. It was a, it was a phenomenal showing out of you on. When you finish that match, or actually, yeah. I guess when you were told you were going to be in it, which was last minute, and when you That's finished right. it, what do you hope people took away from your performance? What do you? What did you get out of it? Well, I thought that um, came and did exactly what I said I was going to do. You know, just kind of because I knew that people coming into it, like I don't really pay a lot of attention to my social media or anything. Um, but uh, I was, I did like look at it like um, right after the match just to check out, you know, 
the reactions and stuff. And it was, and I, that was when I, when I saw people were kind of like, who's Clark Connors? Who's Clark Connors? Like from before. And then like, it was cool to see like right away. It was just like, okay, Clark Connors had a great, he did great. Blah, blah, blah. You did great. You did great. And like I said, it comes out in that Vandy thing again, right? It's just yeah. like, yeah, kind of like, it, it feels good to have people say you did good things. But um, I was just happy that people got to see uh, me just do my thing. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, I do that. That's how I wrestle. That's, that's who I am, you know? And um, it was good that the ideas that were put into the match uh, got across exactly the point we were trying to get across. Um, and that's always a good feeling, you know? Um just in terms of like you tell the story that you want to tell and it is like received that way. So uh, yeah, that was all, I just, it was really cool for me just to, to get out there and get in there with like guys like that who are, you know, on that level and show everybody like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of there too. You know what I mean? I just don't have, I just don't have the platform right now. And so when I'm given the platform, I'm like, well, I'll do it, you know? Well, I think you maximized uh, your opportunity there. And I Thank feel uh, when you take that Advil PM and uh, in, in, in that, uh, what do we say, the cocaine and the Oxycontin? Yeah. Was it? yeah when you yeah. get all that, get your rest, uh, you're, you're, you're going you're gonna to thrive. Uh, my last question, uh, two more questions, and then I'm going to give you the mic to put yourself over. My first question is, who is the big four? So big four, that is myself, that is Alex Coughlin, that is Carl Fredericks, and that is Gabriel Kidd. Okay. Yeah, so like the three of the so me, Carl, and Alex were the first three in the dojo, and then Gabe came along right for the, pretty much right after. And so ever since then, we've been kind of inseparable, and so we wanted to – we just kind of gave ourselves the name that just for the four of us, you right. know what I mean? It's just like an inside joke thing that we have. Yeah, I like it. Uh yeah. with it. Um, I think Marie just talked to Carl too. Actually, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, uh, DJ. Yeah, I think DJ I think I saw that. Yeah, she she, she uh, had big big broke big news. Um. So yeah. my my last question is, uh, how you you in Japan? You said this on the Jericho podcast. Uh, you ate horse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what does it taste like? Um, oh, that's the best way to, <laughs> best way to put it. It's like, it's almost like uh, a little less tasting, like, you know, like um, elk or like deer okay. or venison. Yep. So I, I would say it's like that, except less gamey. Like, it's not really gamey at all. You expect it to be, but it's not. And it's a little bit like, it's just real. It looks like it's really chewy, but it's not. It's like. And it overcomes the expectation, the sashimi, especially with sashimi, so not cooked. Yeah, dude, I could eat that all day. I got some. I bought, brought some horse jerky back with me, but I, I think I already ate it all. Nice. But uh, yeah, that was one of my one of my souvenirs. Uh, la- last one. I, I lied. I got one more. Uh, would you eat? Uh, would you eat rhino? Oh my god, dude. Uh, ooh. <laughs> it depends. Uh, I think it's. Uh, if it's it couldn't can't I couldn't eat a, a endangered rhino, but you know That's if it was. True. Point. If it was one of the you know the one horns would run around, yeah, I'd try a rhino. There you go, um, yeah. Clark. You've been phenomenal to have on tonight. Um, easy to talk to, and and that's really all I ask for. I mean, we could open Amazon packages all night if you really want to. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! Uh, all about it. You're welcome back anytime. But before I let you go, I will give you the mic. 
You can put over anything you want. We've been plugging your social medias all night. Um, but the floor is yours. Uh, I will not interrupt. All right, man. Uh, well, I just wanted to thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, so you can plug my socials. You probably know them better than I do, but I'm pretty sure it's Twitter is at Clark Connors, and then Instagram, it's at Clark.Connors. Uh, watch New Japan Strong. Please support New Japan Strong. That's my baby. That's, you know, that's the company's baby, the American Expansion's baby. So that's uh, big for me. The G1's going on right now in Japan. Uh, personally, I don't know how long I'm going to be until I get back, but just I want everyone to keep their eyes and ears open. Don't forget about me. Uh, hopefully, in the next m- two months or so, I can get back. Maybe longer. I don't know yet, but uh, stay tuned to the socials and I'll let you know. Spectacular. Uh, Clark, awesome. thanks for giving us your time tonight. And uh, yeah. yeah, man, uh, heal up, feel better. Uh, take that, that cocaine and Oxycontin uh, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, man. It's a pleasure. See you guys. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Oh.